Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. So did you see the uh, the guy run out onto the field during the Super Bowl? Did I did. catch that? Yes. Yeah. And then they, they cut away from it very they always quickly. Do. Yeah, yeah, you want the cameras. I wanted the cameras to follow to see if he had it was like a big takedown by security. It was. Good. <laughs> it was. He got hammered well, with the end zone. He, um, he uh, paid the price, but uh, comes out a winner if this is true. Uh, he claims that he bet $50,000 on a prop bet. At 15 to 2, that there would be a streaker at the Super Bowl. Him and his buddies were looking at prop bets, and they came across this. Mm-hmm. You know, will there be a streaker? Will someone run out on the field? So he claims that him and his buddies started calling everybody they know to run that up through the prop bets. He dropped 50 grand, he claims, on it, and he supposedly won $374,000. Nice story? No way. Really? Why? Uh, because there's no way that uh, that the sports books would have taken a fifty thousand dollar prop bet on that. You know, it might have taken like a, a five hundred dollar prop bet. I don't know mm. if he got a hundred people to go to Vegas to place that bet for him. Mm. Um, even if in the online sports books, I don't think he can. He could get a fifty thousand dollar prop bet made on that. The other part of that is if the prop bet was on a streaker. Mm. There would likely be no payout because streakers, by definition, go naked. He didn't. He wore a thong. That thong had advertising on it. He, oh, may, really? have, he may have been paid by the, by, advertiser. by the advertiser. I don't know. I don't think he was paid three hundred and seventy-five grand to do it. But that he wore like basically it was like the the Borat thong, right? The right. pink version of it. Yeah, he went by my screen so fast. I can right. Really... Uh, well, and when he first went by, they didn't really show it. There's now more video surfacing online of the stunt. Uh, but I, I, it hasn't officially been debunked. But right. you know, Snopes is still working on it, and uh, there's. Uh, a writer from uh, Covers.com, which is a gambling website, he says there's no way that better happened. Okay, I'll put my pants back on. <laughs> have you had any dreams involving COVID since this pandemic started? Many people say they have, with younger people much more likely to say they've had them than older people. I don't know that I've had any dreams involving COVID. COVID yeah. Because like I know at one point you were getting, like, these these COVID dreams were very vivid mm. dreams. And it wasn't necessarily you're dreaming about COVID. It's just the fact that everyone was locked down, your brains weren't as active, that they were saying at night your dreams were becoming more vivid. I've had uh, dreams where I'm having sex with COVID. <laughs> COVID, she's good. Uh, there's a ridiculous new mask that makes it look like you're wearing a mask around your chin. Basically, it's a flesh-colored and realistic-looking mouth and nose with a fake blue surgical mask printed around oh, the chin. Oh, I saw a guy wearing this the other day. Yeah, so it looks like, like- well, I, I saw a video of it, and he was walking around. It, it really is, you know, it's kind of a D-bag move. Yeah, it's right? to make it look like you're not wearing a mask. Because you're just looking for the attention yep. of someone coming up to you and saying... Sir, can you please pull your mask up? That's right. And uh, and then you can say, well, I've already got it up, see? Yeah. And if it doesn't match the complexion, then you just look ridiculous. Uh, here's a positive side effect of quarantining, social distancing, wearing masks, and staying home. Other diseases have plummeted in the past year. One pediatrician says almost every other virus transmitted among people has gone into hiding. Right. Yeah, and, you know, that... You know, spreads the conspiracy theories mm. uh, for some people. But, you know, when you think about it, we're all... Avoiding each other, mm-hmm. sanitizing like crazy, washing our hands, and wearing masks. It's yeah. 
really the perfect environment to quell other viruses. Rich folks obviously have different rules than the rest of us. There's a, an airline that's decided people flying first class in business don't have to wear a mask when their seats are reclined because of, quote, spacious partition seating. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's just the way the world works. Uh, a couple in Kingsville were fined 690 bucks after they violated lockdown restrictions to play Pokemon Go. <laughs> 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 a guy in Florida had been uh, indicted on several charges after he used $7.2 million in PPP money to buy a mansion and three luxury cars. Uh-huh. <laughs> how, how do you get $7 million it's crazy, right? in funding? Well, then again, there's major corporations that get hundreds of millions and that's right. Still fire and lay off and shut down people. Yeah, if you happen to have any uh, children who are looking at a career in sports broadcasting. <laughs> not a good day. Not a good day. Um, the pandemic hasn't been great for our teeth. People say they've been having more sweets since it started, and many have skipped going to the dentist. Yes, okay. Hopefully you're not skipping on the brushing. Like still right. brush your teeth. You should but, you know, listeners, people are barely getting out of bed these days. Well, and if we learned anything about the dentist, too, they know all your dirty secrets. So. <laughs> this is true. I found that out yesterday. If you're not going to go to the dentist, or if you're planning on going to the dentist, and you involve or you enjoy any uh, intimate um, parts of your partner's body, that way you should hold off on that for a while because they'll know. Or maybe you don't care. <laughs> really, there should be no shame. You should feel pride. And uh, finally, there was a, a woman, an anti-masker in Ohio. She was caught on camera resisting arrest if she wouldn't leave a grocery store for not wearing a mask, which, of course, violated that state's order. Now, we've heard many stories about this. The great one about this, her name is actually Karen. 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 You what? Why did you do that? Why did you do that, Karen? She's alarming but disarming and a really very charming modern girl. Karen. Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky, 94.9 The Rock. I wanted to uh, to mention this because sometimes, you know, when we do this show, we do it day in and day out. We've been doing it for a long time. There's going to be sad stories and there's going to be heartbreaking stuff that happens. And, and we, uh, we will talk about it when these things uh, happen. And then there's other parts of stories uh, as they unfold. You, I think, anyhow, well, what do you say? What do you do? We're all kind of on the same page here. What's the point in bringing it up outside of it being a news item? So and that's kind of how I feel about Marco Muzzo this morning. Hmm. In that we talked a lot about him when that accident happened. But we had hours of audio because I remember we had it all saved up for the longest time. And, and listeners shared their thoughts and all of that. And certainly there was much to discuss at the time in regards to what should his sentence be and how does this happen and why weren't his friends with him and all the things we covered off at the time when we learned the story of him coming home from Miami and his uh, stag weekend or whatever it was. So now he's been uh, given full parole. And I, I think probably we're all on the same page of, well, how the hell did this happen? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, frustration. So I'm torn. About. Yeah, because I'm I'm, this show is, for the most part, 80% just pee and giggles. Fluff. It's just, yeah, we're here to... We're fluffers. Try to, yes, long-time <laughs> fluffer. I'm a professional fluffer. I have been for years. I got a carpal tunnel from all the fluffing. 
Uh, this, you know, this isn't 60 Minutes. We're not meant to really be here to, you know, make you think too much. We're here to try to give you a little giggle and entertain you and send you on your way. Um, and, yeah, at times we will get into some stuff like that. And we did. And I just don't know what to say about this. Yeah, it's difficult because part of the job of what we have to do is maybe give a different perspective mm. of it. Right? Open eyes and, and, and try and find another angle that mm. you might not have thought about. This one's tough to find any other angle other than frustration and anger. Right. Um, you know, we're angry that in less than five years after killing four people, this guy's out. The obvious uh, points to money is rich. Mm-hmm. I, you know, unless there's some investigation that finds the parole board drove away in Lamborghinis from that meeting yesterday, you know, it was virtual anyway. Mm. Or, you know, that if there's some trail of money other than what the family donates to the Vaughn area and, you know, a, a big name and a big family name throughout that. Um, or if they could find, you know, there's many people who have been incarcerated who have been let go early because of uh, COVID mm-hmm. in his past little while. You know, I don't, I don't think they were murderers or people who had been... Uh, he pled guilty to killing four people. Um, so I don't know. You're right. There's not much more to say other than we're angry, too, um, yeah. and and frustrated. And, you know, I'm not going to go and, you know, blame Trudeau or blame, the, you know, the system. The system does need uh, to be investigated. If, if this uh, and and really, this is where in politics, the power of the people should be able to speak. Mm. And so in some senses, we should speak about it because people should be talking about it. If you're frustrated about it, you should be talking to your uh, representatives about it, about changing the system so that this can't happen again in, in the terms of, you know, does this now say to, hey, if I, if I go out and have an extra drink, if I kill someone, well, I'll be out in five. Yeah, you're not a mootso, and neither am I, and neither is most people. And no, we wouldn't be out in five because we can't afford the best legal team. Here, here's my the only angle I can find is that I, I believe. Uh, well, it's he, what he did was so wrong. It's it's so tough to even try to give him a little something. But we all deserve redemption, I guess. And he claims he hasn't had a sip of alcohol in 228 days, or whatever He's been the count in is. Prison. No, I know, but he's been on day parole. Right. I'm just trying to find some angle. Okay. Hopefully, he carries on a life that is full of uh, trying to move forward and do good for others. Perhaps he uh, does all he can uh, for that family whenever they need it. If the hydro bill needs paying one month, he better pick it up for them. I, you know, I don't know what. He better uh, help with charities. He better be at schools speaking to students about drinking and driving. But you know, in the back of people's minds, we're thinking he probably got out of that jail cell last night or, or got off of that video call and had a party. He might very well have. I hope that's not the case. I hope it's not. Who knows? I don't know. He's free. Uh, yes, money rules. That's just the way the world works. He has the resources. You and I don't. We'd still be in prison. He's not. The more damning thing I, I find in all of this, in, in, in kind of reliving the details of it for the story that broke yesterday, is that we keep talking about the three young children and their grandfather. And, 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 and yes, the, the three young children. Tragic, obviously. Mm. But they just, we always just say, well, I am their grandfather, mm. right? You know, he was only 65 years old. 
You know, the, the, the idea that, oh, he's three kids and their grandfather, automatically your head goes to, ah, okay, well, he was 90. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. as, as if that life well, wasn't as tragic as the uh, as the, yeah. the little ones. The guy was only 65. Years to go. I know. Here's the other thing, too. And again, this does not, I'm not saying what he did wasn't wrong and horrific and terrible. But we, and many of us, have been guilty Maybe not of driving that impaired, but he got caught, and many of us never have. He, what he did was truly wrong. But there's many of us who sit there and point our finger, and we're just as guilty. We just didn't get caught. He, and I also still to this day, am furious at his friends. How they allowed him, after a weekend of partying with him, they knew he had to get to the airport to up into Vaughn or wherever he was going home. How they let him get in that Jeep and drive on his own is beyond me, especially for a stag weekend. There's a guy called a best man who's supposed to be there overseeing the groom, making sure he gets from A to B. Again, I'm not saying what he did was, it's not like if he had gone gunning these people down deliberately, what he did was wrong, of course. But we all get a little on our high horse and we're really quick to say, oh, (laughs) I would never, what a scumbag, kill him, put him to death. Look, look at your own life and what you've done and where you've been. You know, How many golf tournaments have you left with too many under your belt? There's many, many, uh, many people who have uh, who have had the extra drink and and gotten in there. Uh, many of them have gotten that DUI and served their time yep. without killing people. Sure, of course. There's of course. there's a whole nother level that this has gone yeah. to. As unfortunate as it may be for him, it doesn't lessen the extent of how wrong. That was, and how wrong it is that four lives have been boiled down to less than five years. Yes, it's it's brutally bad. Um, Just uh, sometimes the dramatics of how we get right is a little frustrating because it's phony for the most part. That horse gets really tall. Yeah. If you're pondering, what should we have for dinner tonight? Because sometimes you have to ponder it all day. You know, mm. you're like, what do we feel like? What do we think? I hate, like, you know, Maria and I will be talking, even on, like, a Saturday or Sunday morning, we'll be having breakfast. And she'll go, like, what do we want for dinner? I'm just <laughs> trying to get for my bagel here. <laughs> Adrian asks me all the time, and I, I can't stand it. Even, like, the night before. <laughs> yeah. What do you want for dinner tomorrow? Yeah. I don't know. I'm still digesting what we just had. That's right. What do you want for your birthday dinner this summer? <laughs> Um, so, okay, a go-to for many families is the mashed potatoes. Right. You know, we were talking yesterday about it being National Pizza Day, and we said, you know, who doesn't like pizza? And I, I would be shocked if I met anybody who said, eh, they're that big on the mashed potatoes. Mm. Love them. Yeah, well, there's a meal, though, that you, you have to have, you know, some sort of planning ahead when you're going to have something with mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to whip that up in a second. I've had the instant ones. Yeah, they're I've not been, good. I've been to university. Yeah, they're, they're not good. They're not good. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm particular to mashed potatoes when I'm heavy into meth because I can just gum them. Okay. Uh, anyhow, it's, it's pretty basic, but it's so tasty, right? You got your milk, salt, the potatoes. I mean, what could go wrong? How could you make it better? Well, instead of boiling them in water, it is said you should boil them in chicken or beef broth. Oh. Depending on what kind of meat you're serving with it. Wow. So people have tried it. There was this woman on TikTok. She did it. She said it was great. Added a whole new flavor to it. Uh, People tried it. They said, yeah, it's really, really good. Much more flavorful than just boiled in normal water. Well, I guess, uh, I got to admit, most times when I'm having mashed potatoes, it's one of those like big family holiday dinners. Mm. And you make the volcano so you can Mm -hmm. just pour the gravy right into it. So, 
you know, I don't know how flavorful the mashed potato has to be when it's just doused in gravy for me. Yeah, but if you're doing like a garlic mash, right. you, you don't necessarily use the gravy for that. They are good. Oh, yeah, garlic mash is really good. You know what I do when I do it? I put in the garlic, of course, but then I go and I buy the garlic butter and mm. I throw that in there. Yes. And then a bucket of hell of a good dip. Well, actually, a hell of a good dip mashed into the mixed potato. Get mixed this, into the mash. I can hear you getting fatter. That's right. Dr. Downer is somewhere not happy with me. <laughs> this is going to make your life one notch better, Lucky. Okay. Taco Bell has introduced their all-purpose seasoning. You can put it on anything, they say, and it can make all your foods taste like Taco Bell all the time. So not like the packets that they give out at Taco Bell. You're talking about like a dry rub? A dry seasoning. They got a hot Whoa. and a mild. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good on taco night. Sure. You put it on corn, corn on the cob, popcorn, <laughs> potatoes, <laughs> cereal, <laughs> in your milk. Got an extra uh, 15 million bucks lying around? Uh, what's it for? Or do you got 3 million as a down payment? That's your 20%. <laughs> it's a house in, uh, a fairly famous house in York Mills. It's been up for sale. It's been on and off the market uh, a few times now. But uh, it's the home they used in uh, Schitt's Creek. The oh, Ro- okay. The Rose family lived there prior to moving to the, the motel. Right. Uh, when life was good. And there's a couple of episodes, I think, where you see that house. Uh, certainly their Christmas episode is, is filmed in there. And, yeah, it's uh, 24,000 square feet, 12 bedrooms, 16 bathrooms, home theater, wine cellar, a billiard room, a fitness gym, an indoor and outdoor pools. Um, I think it, I read somewhere, too, it's got a golf simulator Excuse in the basement. Me? So that's, that's all for oh, you right there. All right. I just want to know if it's got a mud room. <laughs> I, need a, I need a good mud room. <laughs> 15 million dollars and you know what it's funny because you look at this house and it's it's actually pretty gaudy inside like if oh, you like the look of a church the Sistine Chapel yeah it's like crazy painted ceilings you can see it on that realtor website right you can you just go find it it's, it was at St. Andrews something or other I, I don't know yeah Winfield and St. Andrews area it's York Mills anyhow they, they don't let us into there no no <laughs> In all the rock your block applications I, I didn't one. see that one come up not one that's right <laughs> <laughs> and of course, it's got a name. It's La Belle Mansion. Oh, okay. Uh, just much, much like mine, I call it the Puhat. <laughs> La Puhat. La Puhat. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and you know, you look at it, you go, "This is so crazy." Fifteen million dollars, three million dollars down. Who's got this kind of money? But you just take a look at Toronto real estate. It's not the only one going for that price tag and higher. No. It, what's funny is I, you know, just looking around it. And there's so many other houses in that neighborhood. They're all in the like the the three to four or five six million range. Right. And you think are there really that many mm. people with with that kind of scratch to yeah. put down on a house? And so I I did one of those little realtor searches okay. on there. I said okay, let's put the minimum price at two million. All right, right. That's what you're going in at. Yeah, we'll go in at right. two million. That's fair. An unlimited max. All right. Care to guess in in the greater in just we're talking Toronto Scarborough, not right. even into Mississauga or York or Vaughan or anything like that. How many houses are available? Available over two million dollars. It's got to be hundreds of them. Seven hundred and fifty. Wow. 
If you expand that to mm. like the GTA, you're looking at thousands yeah. of houses. That's over two million dollars. Yeah, I mean, it's a million to get into a starter right now. So I guess that's re- not really even a fair assessment. I don't even know what is your salary. Well, obviously, most people who are single are not buying homes, or maybe you're starting off with a like my my niece was very smart. She she bought a, a condo, uh, you know, saved her money, living still with her parents, bought a condo. Up in Markham before it was built. Mm. And uh, I don't even know that it's finished yet. But, you know, that that's a smart move. And you can do that if, if you've got, you know, again, like you're living with your parents or whatever. But to leave the house and buy a home on your own is next to impossible nowadays. I mean, I read somewhere that it, uh, you need a base salary of $175,000 a year just to live in Toronto. Right. Now, I don't know that many $175,000 a year jobs. Well, a family income of that, but even still, that's, that's... Still, that's high. Yeah. That's really high. You know, when you, when you hear that the, 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 you know, the average family brings home like 70 grand between the two of them or 80 grand, you know, it's, it's, it's just crazy. And, and then it's not only those homes, but it's all the homes across the north part of this. You know, you drive from Oshawa to Brampton, go across Highway 7 and just north of that. I mean, it's just subdivision after subdivision after subdivision of beautiful decked out homes that are probably a million dollars themselves. Yeah. And there's... Thousands of them. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is crazy when you look at what the market has, has gotten to. Mm. And, you know, I, I think you'll find a lot more, uh, you know, families combining to buy homes, like, you know, bringing a parent in or something like sure. that, where you sell two to get one bigger one. Mm-hmm. And put yeah. a, and you know, whether it's an in-law suite or just having them in a in a separate room. That's how families are getting it done now in order to, to get into properties because they're eight nine hundred thousand dollars at twenty four thousand square feet. Your family, my family, <laughs> all our in laws, <laughs> we could all get together. Even then, I don't know that we'd have enough to, to cover the payments. Rock mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky, Lucky. ninety four nine The Rock.